Guys. Yeah. What the fuck happened? Yeah, I don't even know where to begin with it. I just sat there in utter shock for three quarters. Yes, I said three because I shut that shit off after three. I, uh, I don't know. I thought Roger was camp. Is that wrong? <laughs> yeah, it, you know what's so crazy? they just been floating, right? All these reports. Oh, I think this is my best camp and all this. It seemed like he stayed in Hawaii. It was ugly, man, but I don't even want to say it was just Rodgers. I think the only person on the entire team that looked like a football player was Elton Jenkins. I mean, everybody else looked like shit, not just Rodgers. I mean, the game plan sucked. Everything about it sucked. There wasn't, I didn't see anybody else stand out besides Elton Jenkins. Dylan didn't look bad when they gave him the ball. Yeah, like nah, he he looked like carries. he looked like the best back when he touched it, but it was like he would create something. You know, he was at least gonna move the pile a little bit. Aaron Jones had 22 yards, yeah. and he couldn't, How was that he even couldn't break a tackle you know, either. No, I was I was making an excuse for the Packers throughout the preseason. I'm like, oh, their starters aren't playing. They're just getting some work in. Who cares that they scored, what, two points in the entire uh, uh, preseason? I'm like, oh, this is whatever. This is the same team that we watched all preseason. Nothing inspiring. Nobody getting open. Defensive line and linebackers getting no penetration. I mean, lineback- tight ends wide open in the scene, just like last year. I don't know. I mean, I got a good nap for a quarter. And I will say this. We've talked about how we think Coach LaFleur is a good coach. Yep. We've talked about this. But we also need to talk about these duds that he has as a coach. Because it's like, yeah, you've won a lot of games. But when you lose, you lose in epic fashion. You lose to the point where it's like, is this player-led thing that you got going on now? Like, why are you not inspiring your team? Why do you have to say that the energy is off or that they came ready to play and we didn't and they embarrassed us? We got humbled. Why do you have to say these things? How come there are so many opportunities or so many games, I should say, when they just completely don't show up at all? I mean, this has happened at least six times. I feel like it's been happening pre Lafleur. even. I mean, I feel like it's been happening for 15 years almost, except for the Super Bowl we won. I mean, I don't know what it is about this Packers team. It doesn't matter how much talent we get on defense. I feel like it's the same freaking story every year. 171 yards rushing on the on the ground. I mean, we made Jameis look like Jameis of Florida State. He was out there running around, getting first downs, slinging the ball a little bit, not doing anything too crazy, but, you know, doing what he had. I mean, he threw five freaking touchdowns. I never thought in a million years he throw for five touchdowns no interceptions and then Aaron Rodgers would throw for zero and just a lot of things that were anomalies of that game and hopefully they don't repeat that on Monday night because the Lions even though they lost they showed some some heart there at the end they were out of that game and they tried to come back and and at least make it a game a division rival when we're down we better come to play or it's going to be ugly yeah, yeah, I mean, you got to say this. The Lions did show some moxie against San Francisco with that comeback, gentlemen. So yeah, they, we, if we don't show up, they can run the rock, and we sure as hell can't stop the run. Yeah, I think I think that's that, that's the biggest thing that concerns me about this game. I mean, if we, the whole team was flat, right? I mean, there's, there's no way we can't say that the, not playing our starters in preseason definitely paid us a price. I think we all can recognize that. But the run defense is a major, major concern, though. And I, I think that that's the one long-term concern. I really am looking at this game that I don't, th- I think it may have gotten worse and that's kind of hard to believe, right? The linebackers were out of position. The The fact that we're on down the line of scrimmage, I think our D line played a little bit better than the linebackers. Not much. We should be playing Slayton more and, and Heflin and, and less of Lancaster and, 
and crew. The linebacking core is putrid. I hope Campbell turns it around. I hope our linebacking core can turn it around. But if it doesn't, it's going to be a long season, guys. Well, next uh, Monday night, we got uh, Hawkinson, who looked decent for the little bit of the Lions game I watched. That dude can play. And <laughs> Campbell, we thought coming into this season might be an upgrade at covering guys out of the backfield and maybe even tight ends. But damn, I don't like that matchup right now. That's for sure. Nope. You know, like the only stat that really stands out for me is five touchdowns by Jameis Winston. They didn't have, they only had 151 yards passing. They did have 171 yards rushing, but still, I mean, 322 total yards. That's not a lot. I mean, 43 yards rushing for Green Bay. Woof. When that's supposed to be our bread and butter, you know, that sets up our whole offense. That's what's depressing. I mean, we did get down big, but at the same time, even when it, even when we weren't down big yet, I, I felt like they immediately got away from the game plan. I don't know if you guys heard Rogers uh, post-game presser. He said the Saints defense played a, a two cover, which they did not expect. And it almost sounded like he was trying to say that maybe our game plan wasn't there, but you know, Rogers, he doesn't come out and say anything really. He just kind of gives you all these innuendos. And then of course the media took that today and was like, Oh, he's pointing the finger at LaFleur and saying the game plan sucked. Well, I don't know. I, I think Rodgers should come out and say, I sucked, first of all, but nobody else played worth a pinch of shit either. I guess we, uh, I liked what Tay said on Twitter afterwards. You just, that game's over, you move on to the next. You fl- or he said you flush it or whatever. <laughs> if you're uh, the Packers, you got to put that game out of your memory because it was ugly, 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 ugly. I will say this. I mean, LaFleur, he described the game as they came ready to play and absolutely embarrassed us today. He also called it humbling, right? Rodgers comes and says, oh, I'll let him use those words and I'll use it's just one game. <laughs> we played bad. I played bad. Offensively, we didn't execute very well. One game. We've got 16 to go. Sounds like a little bit of little something there, man. Yeah, that's just letting it slide off of you and not, not addressing it. It's, I'll let him use those words. Yeah, that's that terrible. alone. Kind of, you know, he's calculated yeah. in what he says. I definitely think that's a shot at the coach. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I didn't see so, that part of it. Definitely taking shots there and it's like man if you're 100% in this year like you said you were uh you didn't play like it and I'm not going to say that you that him not being at the team you know until the day of training camp has anything to do with that because we know he wasn't going to play in the preseason even if he would have been at OTAs and and mini camps and everything but damn if you're 100% in then why are you taking pot shots at your coach whether you know the media is going to pick it apart he knows that like you said, Dex, he's calculated. So it's not like he's just saying things like this to, to kind of make everybody guess. He He's saying things that are calculated and he wants people to perk up their ears a little bit. And I'm kind of over it, man. Just play football and have fun and not look like shit. You didn't do anything that great except that one throw to Terry right before the half. Just to be clear, LaFleur said we were embarrassed, right? Yep. And Rogers said, I'll let him use those words, right? Yep. Is Rogers not embarrassed of a 15 of 28, 133 yards and two interceptions? That shit's abysmal. I mean, that's like a Chicago Bear quarterback stat, not Aaron Rodgers. Bro, is Rodgers not embarrassed by the fact that his passer rating was lower than if a quarterback hiked the ball and threw it into the dirt every play? How are you not embarrassed? Aaron Rodgers had a passing rating of 32.8. Had to have been you, the worst in the football. If you do, if you do what I just said, and, and either one of us could go out there and hike the ball and throw it into the dirt, and our passer rating will be 39.6. His, his passer rating is smaller than my waist size, and I'm fat as shit. But... <laughs> <laughs> I'm embarrassed about my pants size, so 
I'm embarrassed about that, what the fuck? There was this little quote from Aaron Jones, too, where he talked about complacency. And Aaron Rodgers says he thinks there was definitely some of that, where they were under, they were overconfident and underprepared. That's on the coach. If you're overconfident, that means that the coach is sending this message like, oh, we got this. But he didn't prepare you to beat a very good New Orleans Saints team. They underestimated how good that team would be. Robert, I asked you on the last episode what you thought that defense was going to be. They were exactly what you thought they were. Yeah, they were. Like, you nailed it. You nailed that. You're like, oh, yes, they're going to still be great. You got Demario Davis in the middle. You got those corners, the safeties, their pass rush. Like, they had every single level. They kicked our ass. Yeah, they, they did. And and I think that's the one thing that a lot of folks underestimated that when they when we talk about complete teams, the Saints have probably been the most complete team the past three years when you take offense and defense and you combine it. You know, and defense, and their special teams, their returner is amazing. All three phases, they're good. They and, always are and it's always been like that for them. It, it has been. And the, the thing you have to understand, and a lot of, yeah, I'm the old guy here, so I'll, I'll have, I'll, I'll give you a little experience here. People forget that he's part of, from the Bill Parcells tree of coaching. And when, when you come from the Bill Parcells school of coaching, it's special teams, it's defense, it's running the football. And it, I mean, he does, he, no matter what his QB is and no matter how his offense looks, a lot of people always lose fact that Drew Brees, he threw all these short passes, yet they were one of the you know, he could throw for 4,000 yards, he get all these touchdowns, set all these records, yet they were a run team the whole time because they ran more than they passed. And, and that's what I think a lot of people lose touch of with Sean Payton, that he believes in complete teams. He believes in strong special teams. He believes in strong defense. He doesn't like to have one-dimensional teams. And we found that out yesterday, what happens when you have a when you have a one-dimensional team go against a team like that. I'm not ready to say that the Saints are the best team in the NFC, but this idea that the Saints were gonna be uh are gonna be a lower tier team is whoever says that is just hasn't been watching the Saints the past few years. I think honestly, guys, people... I just I just thought with Jameis coming in there, he, he's shown signs in the past, but he, he's never shown that he can't go, you know, go a game without turning the ball over. So I just assume that based on that and based on the hype coming out of Packers camp, that we would we would roll these guys. I still think that that team, that Saints team's full of talent. And Jameis did what he had to do to win the game. I mean, he didn't, I mean, like you said, Brad, he only threw for 151 yards, but he didn't have to do anything else. We gave him short fields. They ran the ball and they capitalized on everything that they had opportunities to do. I mean, Jameis was finding open guys and making great throws in the end zone. He made a couple of nice, the one, the one time 83 was wide open, but the other one that he threw up and made Amos look silly in the first half i mean he put the ball where only the big guy big receiver could get it i think actually might have been 83 on that one too actually he had two yeah, uh, you know he's a converted tight end too he hasn't he's only yeah. been playing tight end for a year yeah and he's just catching touchdowns he like, dominated that us. play against amos that that was so deflating because he didn't like it was like he didn't know what to do like he was like do i what do i try to jump and he just like grabbed the guy I'm like, dude, what are you like? That's not defense. Like, at least try to defend the ball. I know he's a big, tall dude, but you're one of the better. You're supposed to be one of the better safeties in the NFL. And you didn't even at least try to make a play on the ball there. Yeah, Follow up on your point, though, Zach, about Jameis. One thing that's very interesting now, and I, I had to, to actually do the numbers and I, I kind of looked it up. The Saints ran 65% of the time yesterday. So 
the thing is, is that when you have to play to that run that honest, Jameis is going to have much easier throws. And he did. Yeah, that's very true. He really did. I mean, they, they put him in the perfect position. So he didn't have to overthrow, which is this huge weakness, right? You know, and he, when he's, when he's, so it gets too pass happy like he was in Tampa. It, you know, it's 30 TDs and 30 INTs. You know, I mean, it's... So Zach, you mentioned you mentioned how the Saints played a lot of two shell. Yes. And yep. both Rogers and LaFleur said the way you counter that is with the run game. Yep. What happened there? I mean, we ran the ball 14 times. Aaron Jones, what? He had five carries for 14 yards or something stupid like that. What What is going on there? Like, I'm just, I'm so confused because LaFleur's offense is predicated on the run. How does a run first coach not run the ball? Like, how does that happen? Like, is he like placating to Rodgers because he's worried he's going to hurt his feelings if he runs too much? Um, I just don't know what to make of it. I think overall, Dex, just game plan in general. We're a run team. We didn't run the damn ball. And then you look at the defensive side of the ball. Lancaster and Lowry were getting pushed backwards the entire game. At that point, who gives a shit if you hurt people's feelings? I mean, LaFleur should have went to freaking Barry and said, I want Slayton and Heflin in there. It can't be any worse. It's just things like that. I feel like they don't, A, when something goes wrong in the first quarter or first half, they just kind of panic and they don't do what they've done successful, which is run the damn ball, which sets up the pass. And then on defense, there's just no adjustments. And and I would say that this is a very talented team of defend of defenders for whatever reason we just can't get it together with all 11 on the i guess we'll see if our old boy jamal williams runs all over us next week because uh if we play defense like that again i gotta see some adjustments so i gotta see slate in there more gotta see half fun in there more gotta see some different things I, I don't know what you guys think on that but we can't we got to do something different i would think in order to change our fortunes here on Monday Night Football. I'm trying to come up with something positive. You know what? I'll come up with something positive. Four punts for 176 yards, 44-yard average, one inside the 20, along the 59. But Horquez was the MVP. <laughs> I told y'all. <laughs> well, I, I, I said it. I don't. I didn't save as much enthusiasm as Dexter. Dexter, what's his name? Corey Bohorquez. MVP. <laughs> But nah, yeah, I, I'll throw something out there that's positive. We're tied for first. Yeah, we're tied for first. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, worst division in football, you think? No, I don't know if we're the right. The, the East, is, the East is still, the NFC East is still the worst. I don't know about uh, that. I don't know about that. I don't know. I mean, only division in football that didn't get a win, NFC North. Then you yeah, look at but, the NFC West and they're 4-0, so. But we all knew Chicago they were good. Play. Yeah, but look who everyone played. Packers played the Saints, which people thought would be like, we even thought it. We'd go in there and just mop the floor with them. Minnesota played Cincinnati. Cincinnati Garbage. isn't bad. Garbage team. They're going to be a um, five-win team, six-win team, maybe. Chicago played the Rams. They're really good. The Rams really are good. good. Detroit yeah, played really San Francisco. They're very. You good. see, San Francisco got ravaged with injuries again. Yep, yep. They, did. they lost Mostert and Verrett. Verrett, yeah. And Verrett's their best cornerback. So I mean, yeah. week one for them to already be dealing with that is crazy. I mean, yeah, I don't feel sorry for them. I hate to see it though. I'm not gonna lie. You know, I don't care what team these guys play for. I hate to see these injuries, man. Yeah, I'd rather see every team with healthy teams and and play with your squad rather than getting wins over teams because half their teams on one hundred percent, Zach. I mean, I think a lot of times people forget how these guys are gladiators. You know, these are the biggest, fastest, some of the strongest people in the world running and just smashing each other. Uh, these injuries, man. Love it. 
Yeah, it is. It's it is a gladiator sport, and and fans eat the, eat it up. I think we forget what it does to these men. Oh, it's brutal. Yeah, I hate to see it. I I really do. I don't I don't want to see any of that shit, man. I will say this: this that thirty five point defeat was the biggest loss in a game started by Aaron Rodgers in his career. I guess we could go back to his famous you know, five letters, R-E-L-A-X. Relax. Uh, because it, it is one game, right, Robert? We were talking about this a little bit before yeah. the, the guys jumped on. Does everybody yeah. need to relax about Aaron Rodgers, Robert? I think a little, I think so to, to a degree. I mean, I think the, the, the major concern I have about Rodgers is his body language during the game. Not outside the game when he was in a press conference, he was being nonchalant, stuff like that. But his body language in the game, he didn't, he didn't seem that, into it in the heat of battle. I think that's probably the biggest concern I have. Rodgers has too much to lose by having that attitude for the rest of the season. And I think he'll come and he'll bounce back and he'll have he'll have a good game next week. And I think he'll have probably the next good two or three games. So I'm not really too concerned yet, unless we lose one of the next two games. And if we lose one of the next two games, then I'll be a little bit concerned that maybe Rodgers isn't really in it. I don't think, I just think Rodgers is too self-aware of what it would mean to him if he doesn't play with a lot of effort. And I don't think we'll see a performance like uh, yesterday ever again. And I really don't, I really believe that. I don't think he'll, he'll have another performance like that this year. God, I hope not. I mean, I will say we got, we got the Lions up next. Then we got San Francisco. Jesus. Then we got the Steelers. Pittsburgh. <laughs> so the next three games are tough. Yeah. The Steelers just took out the Bills. The Niners, I mean, they looked pretty good. I do give the Lions credit for how they came back against them because they were blowing them out for a second. And I was like, oh, Lions are still the Lions. But Lions then- go to Lion. Yeah, they're lions gonna lion, but then they 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 show they show some heart, man, with that comeback. Yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, you know. They I did. Was, I wish our team had some fight like that. No, we got a field goal, man. It's all good, right? I I, I wish we had came back, but then Aaron Rodgers threw a back breaking interception. Yeah, when they had a shot to get back into the game in the red zone, he didn't in the red zone last year. Literally. He took his eyeballs off of the receiver. Tay was wide open on the play, but he was staring down the rush. That To me, that sounds like a guy that should have been getting some reps because he was afraid. Not afraid in the sense of like, oh, I'm so scared, but like, like he was really worried about this rush, even though the line actually blocked pretty good for him. That wasn't terrible. You know, I'm thinking about two rookies starting on the line. Royce Newman struggled a little bit. I'm not going to lie. He he gave up some pressures. He struggled a little bit. The line played well. Elton Jenkins is a freaking... How good is he? Um, I mean, I, I can't even say his name without getting excited. I just don't understand how that guy doesn't get more attention nationally. I, mean, I think it's because he's Green quiet Bay. and he's not all like, he doesn't care about all the attention and stuff. He shows up and he goes to work. He does exactly what they ask him to do. And he does it at an extremely high level. It's crazy that he starts his first game at left tackle. He comes into the league drafted as a center. <laughs> <laughs> then plays guard, then plays right tackle, then plays both guard positions, then throws him at left tackle, and he starts against Cam Jordan, and Marcus Davenport doesn't give up a single, single, okay. single sack. And only uh, one and pressure. One pressure in a whole game and 41 pass-blocking snaps. He's unreal. Yeah, it's crazy. It's he's, at, he's on Bach level, guys. 
It might it might be a hot that's what I'm saying. This might sound like a hot take, but I think Elton Jenkins is our best player. Yeah, I I agree with you, Doc. So the guy I would kind of compare him to when you look at what he does, it's a lot like Walter Jones when he played for the Seattle Seahawks all those years. He doesn't give up anything. That's the thing. He just shuts people down. He's so athletic and he can move so well. And the way he shields with his hands and guys can't get around him. He's I think he's the best offensive lineman in football right now. Yeah, his I mean, feed, his hand, he's so he's technically he's so young to be this technically sound. It, it is it is crazy. This is his third year, right? Yes. Third year. I mean, he was the first Packer in yeah. NFL in Packers history. He was the first player in Packers history to make a Pro Bowl in year two at the, on the offensive line. So he came, um, he was already setting a tone for something new. He's already showing I'm different. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all mean, these these years that this wonderful franchise has existed. I'm doing something that never been done. Yeah, I agree with you, Dex. That he may be the best lineman we have. Because name another lineman on the Packers or the NFL, whichever you want, that can play center, guard, or and tackle at a uh, uh, pro ball slash all pro level. None. No. Oh. You know what's so crazy? PFF put out their rankings for all the best linemen, and Jenkins wasn't on any of the lists. And you know why? Because they said they didn't know where he was going to play, but he would be ranked at center, guard, and tackle. So it, it, it was so funny because I'm, I'm arguing with some of uh, these Minnesota Viking fans in my fantasy football chat about how good he is. And they, they they just like, oh, he's not one of the best. I'm like, you don't know what the hell you're watching then. I'm yeah. like, because this dude is special. It, the dude, they're always just trying to rip me over Jenkins. And I'm like, well, when he starts at left tackle and doesn't allow another sack or anything, then what you going to say? I wouldn't take any uh, advice about the offensive line from a Vikings fan. I think what I <laughs> I think I could play offensive line for the Vikings and do better. No, than I know. That's why I told him. No, because we were getting into it because they signed Brian O'Neill to the second largest contract in the Ooh. NFL. Their right, their right tackle, Brian O'Neill, got the second largest contract in the NFL for a tackle. <laughs> And I'm like, who is that guy? I'm like, who is he? I, I was I was dead serious because I didn't know who he was. And they were like, oh, just like Jenkins, right? <laughs> I was like, Jenkins? I said, I guarantee the NFL knows who Elton Jenkins is. Nobody knows who the hell Brian O'Neill is. Then why they paid him all that money? <laughs> I thought he was a punter. And then at the end of, the end of it, he's like, yeah, I, I kind of got to agree with you, though, on the contract. I did think it was a little high. They're paying him for what they think he can do. So I'm like, whatever. Look what, you know. look what they paid Kirk Cousins. Shit. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I will say this though: Cousins' numbers are pretty good, <laughs> except for really, wins. If you no, I know, but that's not all just on him. But he played, he plays good, guys. I mean, look at his numbers this week; they were they were stellar. I mean, it wasn't his fault. Yeah, Dalvin anyway. Cooks were not that stellar. No, and that's where <laughs> I think got him. Right? Is like once if Dalvin Cook isn't cooking. They're in trouble because that, yeah, that's they, they kind of build it. Same with us, right? Aaron Jones did nothing. We struggled mightily because we couldn't get our running game going. Gentlemen, if we don't get our running game or our defense struggles like it's like it did, it's gonna be a long season, isn't it? Absolutely. I think our our defense struggled the more the game went on because what was it? Twenty five minutes is how much the uh, Saints had the ball in the first half. 22 like minutes, man. 22. 22. 22. 22. That's stupid. That's insane. And, and think about and, and and we gotta say this that defense being on the field that much in that heat, that cannot be good. No. No. Like I, I talk as much shit as you want about that defense. When you're on the field that much, 
matter how good you reported too during the game over 100 degrees on the field gentlemen the reason i'm so sour about this loss is the talent we have on this team there's no fucking excuse for 38 to 3 no excuse there's no excuse for that defense right are you talking about the talent with you know zadarius smith rashawn gary preston smith kenny clark jair alexander adrian amos darnell savage this makes no sense to me speaking of the defense did you guys hear zadarius smith is pissed off he's not a captain this year i read that report today Really? Oh, I didn't see that. And yeah. fucking play like you want to be a captain. Stop getting pinned in by a goddamn tight end. Come mm-hmm. on now. I mean, well, they he... both this pre, they both this for the first game, so I don't say the play. It's all player. It. It's all players that voted, so he can't be mad at. <laughs> That's <laughs> what he, I thought who too. Who mad That's... at? <laughs> well, I, they're trying to make it some conspiracy theory that his beef with the front office and his contract is what caused him to not get it. And I'm thinking in my head, I thought the damn players voted on that. I thought it was all team driven. Captains are all player, all voted by the players. You know, we had 27 people get votes and 10 players get multiple votes. So it, it, I don't, I don't, what is he mad about? I don't know what he's mad about. I mean, maybe if he wasn't hurt the whole camp and they saw him on the field, they probably would have like, oh, there's Z. I'll vote for him. He didn't practice. He didn't play in any games. He wasn't there the whole camp. He was there, but he was hurt. He showed up with a back injury. That's still a mystery. So, I mean, come on, man. I'm, I'm sick of all these high profile players whining and bitching all the time, man. Yeah. I can't disagree with you there. That's for sure. It's like, God, man, like yes. Floor said that that Aaron Rodgers offseason wasn't a distraction. I call bullshit. Yeah, that's that was bullshit. Come on, man. Like you just placating to this guy again because you're afraid you're gonna make him angry and he's gonna want to be traded. Like I that's gonna be if you're gonna be that's how we're gonna play this all year. We are not going to do what we think we can do, gentlemen. Yeah, I agree with you there for sure. I mean, it's frustrating, man. It's I thought once this football season started, all the drama would be gone. But I guess uh, we always say winning cures a lot of things. Well, when you get your ass piss pounding first week, uh, you're going to have to answer a lot of questions that you don't want to answer that are uncomfortable. Man, hopefully uh, hopefully the Lions are the medication we need because we, we definitely need to come out and play a totally different game than we played uh, yesterday. Yeah, I mean, if Rodgers is going to come back and play – the way he played yesterday. I agree with uh, Robert. Like, you can see in his body language, he didn't even seem like he wanted to be there. Like, there was no emotion for mistakes. There was no no trying to, like, sense of urgency. I mean, if that's the way he wanted, uh, was going to play, stay your ass at home and let, let's, let's watch Love play. At least we know that, you know, if we fail, there's a reason why. Nonchalant is the word, Brett. Yeah, and that's what's frustrating. Because, like, something bad goes and he's, like, his, like, oh, his body language is not, what you want to see from your leader. If you're watching that and you're watching Aaron Rodgers act like that, it makes it's going to bring you down as a teammate. I'm sorry. Like he needs to understand that. Like all eyes on you are on you. You're the leader of this football team. Like they're looking for you to respond. And if you're going to be all this nonchalant negatives, like is negative Zen even a thing? That's what the fuck it felt like. Going back a little bit, we were just talking about Z being pissed off about not being the captain. Did you all watch that video when uh, LaFleur announced the captains? Yeah, it was kind of awkward. It was, but did you notice that Rodgers was the only player that didn't come into the middle? He kind of just waved his hand like, thanks, and then just sat on the side? Yeah, it was It was kind of awkward. It was weird, because he, he had to, like, tell them to come here. He's like, come on, guys, come on. Yeah. Well, Rogers, <laughs> it was Rogers really weird. <laughs> As a captain, you should be stepping up in front of your players. Like, you thank you for voting me in to be the captain. I'm your leader. And he just kind of just sat back. The same thing that you saw his body language. He 
just sat back. Yeah. He didn't take charge. Yeah, I, they kept panning to him. And you can see all these little video clips out on, on Twitter and stuff, just showing him, like, rolling his eyes and looking so sad and old. <laughs> It's like, <laughs> not gonna lie, they, guys. I'm they really sure excited. know how to like make they like they amplify the littlest things with <laughs> these these body language things and like they cut these little pieces up and it just, they make it look so bad. I'm sorry. I'm really excited to hear what Rogers has to say on the Pat McAfee show tomorrow. I wonder if he's magically not gonna be able to make it because of meetings tomorrow. That'd be a interview I'd like to miss if i was him but uh pat said today he'll be there so i'm i'm interested to see what he has to say about his performance and and all that but yeah it's you know he's got that cali bro swag he's too cool for school so yeah you guys, you guys know me i've always been an aaron Rodgers apologizer but he, he's got a He's got to flip the script after this last week. I don't think he could have went much worse. Yeah, it's only up from here, right? You better hope so. Or we're gonna have a long seventeen game season, fellas. Hey, Brett, Brett, nope. he got you. He got you one point in fantasy, didn't he? Um, no. I think he Let's got me point eight. One point. One point. That, that's what we had in our league. He scored like one point. Let's see. <laughs> that's ridiculous. One point. <laughs> Hope you don't lose points for turnovers. <laughs> oh, I do. It's a uh, two points oh, uh, oh. fumble, two points of interception. He got me one point three two points. Yeah, oh, one point. <laughs> yeah, that's what I got too. He was projected one point three two point one one. You know what, Dex are fucked off. That's so Fuck bad. Off. That's so bad. <laughs> See, the reason why he thinks this shit is funny, because for those who are listening, I made a trade last year. I traded Saquon Barkley and Drew Brees for Aaron Rodgers and J.K. Dobbins. And then I was talking mad shit because because Brees announced his retirement. And then the week after I made the trade, Barkley blows out his knee. So I'm like, fuck you guys. Look what I got. And then what happens? Aaron Rodgers gets a swollen labia and decides that he doesn't know if he wants to play. And then he comes out looking like a fucking surfer with his man bun. I want to kick him in his dick for that shit. And then J.K. Dobbins blows out his knee. So now I'm sitting here with a, a prima donna quarterback with 1.32 points and zero points in a player on IR in my dynasty league. So it hurts. laugh it up, Chuckles. <laughs> laugh it up. Yeah, I don't know what you're I tried to stop there, you, but... brother. I tried to stop you. You know, what I really think we need to do, though, is if he has another performance, we drive up to Green Bay and shave off that man bun. Oh, man. Seriously, all the memes I'm seeing about him looking like a homeless dude is true. I mean, his skin is sagging. He looks like he's 90 years old, hair all disheveled, tries to like do it up with a man bun. Come on, Rogers. You're better than that. No, he's not. He's from California. He looks exactly like a dude from California in his late 30s would look. A wrinkled face and freaking man bun. You used the wrong word. He looks like a douche from California, not a dude. <laughs> Hipster. Oh, they're bras up there. Bra. So much for R-E-L-A-X. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a seven it's uh was it f-u-c-k-o-f-f yeah fuck off yep. it's, uh... so guys outside of elton jenkins we're gonna shift we're gonna shift a little bit because we i think i think we, we we know what we feel about 012 right now <laughs> outside of jenkins any other studs that you noticed in a, in this blowout loss um cory barquez that's it I thought Savage had a pretty good game considering everything. I thought Savage played pretty well. He, uh, you know, obviously he got the interception that was taken back, but bullshit I think he, too. That yeah, was bullshit. That was bullshit. The the what I like from him though is that 
previous years, he hasn't really played aggressive, try to make breaks on balls and He's, stuff like that. That's the one thing that bothers me the most about him. You don't see him use his explosive speed on the field very often, Robert. No, He's no. not very savvy in coverage either. No, he isn't. But he was more aggressive yesterday. And so I, I kind of saw a little bit of improvement from him than I have in the previous year. So I think that was kind of encouraging. Other than that, though, I, I you know, like Brett mentioned earlier, A.J. Dillon, when he did run, he ran pretty well. With uh, authority. Like he did. That's a, that's exactly the word I was going to use that. that he, showed, he showed some real heart and power, that exactly what we needed. I'm in there. So I, I guess those are two guys I would point out is that Dylan on offense, what looked to me looked pretty decent. He looks like he he's come to play. And I think Savage is starting to do what you said, Dexter. He's starting to play for a little more speed. He's put, playing for a little more aggressiveness. And uh, hopefully they could build upon what was otherwise a completely terrible day. They you know, say he avoided a major injury on his shoulder, too. He hurt his shoulder yesterday. So let's hope that that he's able to play week two. Um, Alexander didn't look bad. I, I He didn't give up any receptions I if that I remember. No. Um, he was playing really close. Um, uh, deflect. It doesn't say he passed defended, but incomplete after incomplete pass. So Alexander was in rare form. No, I'll say this, too. In a few plays that I did get to see Stokes, he broke up a couple of passes. One of them uh, was to stop a first down and a third down. It's like one of the one of the times, one of the two times we got to stop the entire game, which begs the question, what in the hell is Kevin King doing in the damn game? Put Stokes in there. Let him play. I mean, yep. He's obviously got more talent. Let him play. Bro, they gave Stokes eight snaps. Yeah, unreal. And he yeah. broke up. How do you do that? Him. How do you do that with how bad Kevin King was playing? Yeah. 55-yard touchdown. He was getting turnstiled all game. Deontay Harris was eating his lunch. Big first down on the sideline. He turns him around. Then it gets worse with the 55-yard touchdown. Literally looked like Scotty Miller again. Yep. How many How many more chances does he get? I, I, I'm so, like, I, I don't even understand it. That's what's frustrating about this team, right? You bring him back on whatever five whatever million dollar deal it was there were cornerbacks out there that were getting that same amount of money that are better football players hey i got a stat for you guys and i'm just a little bit of trivia let me know if you can guess this what do tj slayton tyler lancaster kingsley kiki zadaria smith oren burks kevin king ty summers isaac yodam Shannon sullivan josh meyer um and darnell savage have in common they all sucked yesterday no they had the same amount or less tackles than Elton Jenkins. Wow. <laughs> that's that true. Awesome. Oh, that's harsh. Oh, that is so bad. That is harsh. That, that is, is fucking brutal. horrible. I was just that looking at this. I'm like, terrible. I'm searching for something to call out positive. And I'm like, wait. It says wow. two-day defense, Elton Jenkins, two tackles. I'm like, what the hell? Then I'm going down. And then I, I snuck in Josh Myers. Josh Myers had the same amount of tackles as Z, Oren Burks, Kevin King, Ty Summers, Isaac, Shannon Sullivan, and Darnell Savage with wow. one tackle. <laughs> like, oh, it gets worse and worse. Yes. Hey, Brett, thanks for uh, bringing that up, buddy. Yeah, appreciate you. <laughs> hey, hey, well, I'm, I'm just trying to stack on to how good Elton Jenkins is. He's so oh. damn good. He's making tackles on defense when he's on offense. That's how good he is. That Put him in, crazy. put him in, coach. Yeah, can he play D line? Yeah. <laughs> put him in D, D end. <laughs> yeah, three, four put, D end. 
Put him next to Kenny. Let's go. Hey, I will say uh, two people that stood out to me. I thought our pass rush was pretty good with Gary and Smith, especially Gary. He had four pressures. The one thing is he was the one player that brought it. He had he plays so freaking hard, guys. Like I didn't. I there was never a snap where I thought that he wasn't bringing it one hundred and ten percent. He had zero tackles. Yeah, but like he had four pressures, right? He had yeah. a couple hits on a quarterback. Uh, Preston Smith had five tackles, uh, four solo, and one quarterback hit. He also yeah. uh, he helped cause a turnover on downs too when he stuffed that third down run on a helped stuff that third down run too at the goal line, and then hit Winston on that on a touchdown pass on fourth down. But like he was he was he was he was close a lot, you know, and he was he was making some plays. I thought Preston Smith looked good. He I was holding he was holding the edge. He was doing his he was doing what he was supposed to do. Um he didn't he did not get beat in coverage. He he brought it. I don't know. He didn't get home, but like he was him and Gary both looked good to me on the field. And obviously big dog. Yeah, big dog. Yeah, he had that, he had one that catch. catch. Yeah, For 19 yards. It was nice. That was a nice. That was a nice drawed up play. That was probably the best offensive like drawed up play that we had. Besides that dime to Tay, that was pretty sweet. Other than that, that was the best offensive play of the game. I missed the um, Randall Cobb reception. Was that um? That was Jordan love for Jordan thirty. Love, yep. love for yeah, a thirty love piece. Dropped it in there. Yeah. Yep. I thought he looked pretty good until he fumbled the ball at the end, and that just kind of ruined all the other good stuff he did for me. Are you talking about love? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but, but that Billy was the Turner got blown up. Yeah. Billy I know, Turner got but like when up. you're in that traffic like that, he's ball security, man. Come on. Yeah, like, that's, that's true. You, you got to have two hands on a ball. You got, you know, you got to be ready for that. Obviously, it's something he can learn from, but he can spin it, man. And I think the kid can play. I thought he should have came in a little bit earlier. Yeah. The game was it, out of hand uh, yeah. halfway through the third quarter. As bad as it was going, I'm like, you know what? Just let him play. Let him Honestly, play. Honestly, that would kind of send a message to Rodgers. Like, fuck, if you're going to be a little uh, unemotional, uninspiring, fuck it. Go sit on the bench. We'll have and he looked calm in. again. We talked about him being calm and collected in the preseason. When you looked at him and he was dropping back, he looked calm. Jordan Love didn't look scared. He he had command of the offense. He was checking. He was carrying plays. I don't know, man. One thing, and I said this on our Twitter, guys, and, and a lot of a lot of our Packer backers agreed. Why don't they let him play with our number ones? I would love to see him play with Devontae Adams and Lazard and MVS and all the starters for one fucking time. Like, let the kid play with all the weapons so we know exactly what it is. You put them in the game and then you give them all the backups. It's like preseason every time. Yeah, it's not <laughs> preseason, though, because yeah. the Saints had their starters out there. Yep. Like, what are you guys? Are you trying to set him up for failure? Like, this is like, uh, it was really frustrating me because I'm like, why are you doing this to this kid? Well, that, that brings up, that begs the point about the whole politics of the thing, though, Dex, where the fur didn't want to send a, didn't want to send a message to Rodgers for that very reason. Like, oh, I, well, I, I'm going to take everybody out, not just Rodgers. That's right. More that's placating. Right. No, no, I don't. I don't disagree with you, but I bet that's why they didn't do that. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah, I don't I like it. He didn't even get it in either, the preseason, and now you give him a chance to play in the regular season with the Saints' starting defense still out there, and you still don't give him the opportunity. That's yeah, frustrating, man. That is. It is. I agree. Well, that I mean, obviously there weren't a lot of studs, but there were definitely a lot of duds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he had plenty pretty, of those. Pretty much like everybody, uh, we've talked about a few of them. Kevin King, obviously, he beyond the injuries, like he just doesn't play 
good football. I, not only, I not only did he get bombed, right, for the 55-yarder, that was on him. He also got turned around on that big play for the first down. I think it was like 19 yards or something like that. But then you remember that pick play? That's he, That was Kevin King colliding with Chandon Sullivan, gentlemen. <laughs> Yeah, it was. Shocker. Well, oh, that's two fucking touchdown passes he was involved in. <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. I just don't know what we're going to do with this guy. We have a, a first-round cornerback with 4-2 speed, and we're just going to give him eight snaps after watching Kevin <laughs> King just get obliterated again. I think they put um, Kevin King out of his misery for crying out loud. Put that guy on the bench and save him. I think LaFleur is going to – um make some adjustments. I think we're going to be seeing some changes on the offensive line. I think Billy Turner is going to get sat down in favor of Kelly. I think Newman's going to get a second chance. You know, when your right tackles underperforming and your right guard is, you know, a rookie, you might see some uh, more mistakes of a right guard than you normally would. Royce Newman played worse than Billy Turner, gentlemen. I hate to say that. Maybe they slide Turner over and bring in Turner, Kelly. Tur- Turner didn't play bad to me. I don't know. I I wasn't worried about Turner. I thought Royce Newman was a was a problem. He was the worst offensive lineman yesterday. I feel like the whole middle three. I feel like I saw a lot of pressure up the middle. You know, there was a lot of push. I guess is the way to there put it. There was, but like if you like Rogers, he even said he thought the line blocked really well. So I don't. This is like they def- they were blanketing the receivers again. I'm so sick of that. We've been dealing with that for how long? Yeah, can't can't get separation. Oh, play man on the Packers. You know, you got a good defense. Just play man. They won't have anywhere to go. It happened again. It happened again. I just oh, it's just like this broken record. It's like a nightmare that won't end. It's like Groundhog's Day. And on defensive line, man, Lancaster's got to go. Yeah, the recipe it's not working. They not. keep trying the same guys and the same stuff, and it's like what's the definition of insanity doing the same thing over and over and over again expecting a different result yeah and eventually it starts to feel like a slap in the face as a fan you know like they just think we're dumb and we don't see this like you're not making any changes you can't swap Kirksey for Campbell and try to tell me that you did something right you you just can't you can't and then go hire one of statistically one of the worst defensive coordinators and this all of a sudden we're supposed to just be good on defense we had a top 10 defense with Patton. Yeah, the run D was, was an issue at times, but man, at least like by the end of the year, they were a top 10 defense. You know, it's just like, come on, man. I'll tell you this. I don't know if it's like, if it's the Packers beat or what it is, but they be feeding us some bullshit during camp, guys. Oh, about how much they love these guys. Oh, and my God. Somebody... Even last year, like, they keep doing this stuff. They keep trying to tell us that all oh, this is, uh, no. Like, what are y'all really seeing? Because I... I don't, I don't believe a word that's coming out of camp anymore. I swear I won't. I swear I won't. Kirksey was supposed to be the bomb. Devondre Campbell was supposed to be this game changer. Oh, Joe Perry's intensity and his energy is taking his defense to the next level. Oh, bullshit. They just don't draft linebackers well. They just don't have good eye talent for it. I mean, this is this has been a perennial problem for for probably the better part of five six years, honestly. And like, I remember how bummed Zach was when we didn't get the the linebacker out of Michigan. We just missed out on the the Steelers traded up. Devin uh, Bush. Yeah, Devin Bush. And here, you know, Bush yesterday had like ten tackles, and, and he was playing really well, flying all over it. And uh, who knows? We passed on Patrick Queen. We we just don't scout guys well for that linebacker, and it's 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 it's, it's we're actually paying for it. In all honesty, I and mean, the it, games change, Robert. You know yeah. that. 
if you don't have good linebackers in the middle yeah. these days, you're not going to be a good team. No, the best look at the best defenses in the NFL. All of them have good linebackers. All of them. Yep. Especially you don't see, in the middle. You don't see yes, you don't see these top defenses throwing out undrafted free agents and and just retread after retread vets. It doesn't happen. They'll bring those guys in to support their stud. I just I, I don't get it. They don't throw the numbers at the position. They refuse to invest uh, premium draft capital at the position. And I get it. Some of the draft nicks to say, oh, the linebackers, top linebackers, it doesn't always work out. You got to at least try because what they're doing isn't working. You got to at least try. You got to you got to bring in that Patrick Queen when you have a chance. You can't pass on a TJ Watt for a Kevin King and Vince Beagle. <laughs> oh, Wisconsin fans don't like that. I mean, I'm not a Wisconsin fan, but damn, that hurts watching TJ Watt get 112 million. I'm just saying, right? Like, come on. It's like sometimes I look at it and I get it at the time. Our cornerback position was in shambles. And Kevin King was this four three speed, big long corner. You know, supposedly that was like the that was all the rage when he was drafted, right? <laughs> Let's get that tall corner, you know, that long corner. Yeah, okay. Apparently, if you're six foot three, four three speed, yeah, five foot eight white guy can still smoke your ass. Apparently, pretty much, pretty much. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Hey, but at least he's made of glass, right? (laughs) And he's always hurt. So I, I yeah. just, I don't know. At some point, we have to be like, all right, we. This is where we are always consistently bad. We have to change that. Yeah, we need linebackers. It has we have to be to a change major priority that. for once. Yeah. You can't tell me that Patrick Queen wouldn't make a difference in the middle of the Packers defense. Honestly, we haven't had a stud middle linebacker since Nick Barnett. Nick Barnett. We yeah. drafted Hawk, but Hawk, he wasn't a beast in the uh, middle. Oh, we had. Uh, he was good though. He was okay. He was a good linebacker, but where he, he was taken, well. right? Where he was taken, kind of made people look at him a little different. And I mean, he wasn't he was the leading tackle. He wasn't of worth the top five pick though yeah so he was he was he was in the first round and so there were a lot of very lofty expectations for him he was good he wasn't he wasn't wasn't great great, but he was good you know he was good i wonder if that soured them on taking linebackers high though (laughs) might have yeah, but that was a whole. Well, I guess Goody probably wouldn't have been around. Was that 05 when we drafted him? Yeah, because it was Reggie Bush draft. 05. He went number five, I believe. He did. I don't know, man. I. It's just every year, it's the same old, same old. You know, fall game short of the Super Bowl. And yeah, I think it's, we got plenty of games left, but I really hope to see a total 180 on Monday Night Football because. Yeah, I would, I would say that too, Zach. Like, I, they have no chance. They have, they oh, have. That get that extra day, right? We get that extra day. We got uh we got Detroit at home on a Monday night. They gotta make it happen. Normally I'd be like, all right, guys, we gotta win next week coming up. We're playing Detroit. We got shit to worry about. It's at home. I don't feel that confident this week. I don't either. I don't, I don't either. either. Goff isn't yeah. a bad quarterback. I mean, he's not, you know, the best in the league, but he's not a bad quarterback. They have some okay receivers there. Um, we already talked um, about Hawkinson. And you don't think they got a double headed monster. They got a double headed monster. At running back too, but I mean Jamal's most... gonna want to run all over the Packers, and we can't yeah. stop the run. Yeah, I'm starting Jamal in fantasy for sure. Hate yeah, to say know, that, man. it, it, it kind of sucks, man. But like matchups, I'm watching for sure is us against the run game, and Detroit always seems to play us tough, right? Like they'll 
They'll blanket the receivers. We got us. We're probably going to see that shell stuff again. They'll probably challenge us to run the ball. Punda is out for the year, though. I don't know if you guys saw that. I did see that, but it didn't seem like he was. Uh, his coaches didn't seem to like him too much, anyway. Yeah, <laughs> I read see that too. <laughs> he's been kind of. He's been a huge disappointment for them. You know, being a number three pick. But yeah, he blew out his Achilles, so we won't have to worry about him. That video of watching his coach say, "Do your that job. was brutal, man. Do your job. Do your fucking job." Yeah, and the headset goes flying. Yeah, up, do your job. I'm like, damn. I mean, the way he was pointing at him too, as a grown man, you point at me, you point at me like that, we fighting. <laughs> I'm we sorry. The other cuss. players came over. Uh, and they're starting I'm, to get in the I'm middle sma- of it. I'll, I'll smack the shit out that coach. He treated me like that. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, you. I'm a grown man before anything. You ain't gonna, you ain't gonna be pointing at me all in my chest like you trying to do me in front of everybody. You know what I'm saying? But nah, I'm, I'm just saying like you don't do players like that. I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm not that. I've never been like you don't embarrass grown men. I just don't think that works. Yeah. Oh, he, he didn't embarrass Akunda uh, or Kuda, whatever the hell his name is. He embarrassed himself. He was no, just I know. I'm just saying you, you can't. I just, I don't know. I, I, you can't do that to grown men. That's more it like. insult injury on that. I mean, come it on. It does, right? And like, I can see like younger kids sometimes need that because they're knuckleheads. But that's a grown man. <laughs> so you you could talk to him. You know, you, you could raise your voice a little bit. But the way he he was aggressively throwing his fingers in his face and all in his chest, bruh, we fighting. Put on the pads, coach. Let me see what you got. <laughs> <laughs> I'm laying your ass out. <laughs> I did my job, coach. How you like that? I did my job. Your ass is laid out. <laughs> Hey, I just sent y'all a picture in chat. Take a look at it. <laughs> okay. But I don't know, man. I, I, I say this. They lose to the Lions, guys. Then what? Then we have something to worry about. Then, we have then what? To worry about. Then, I mean, that's your own one in the division. Your own two on the year. Then you start fielding phone calls. That's what you start doing. Yeah. I think it all, it all depends on Aaron Rodgers on what happens. Because if Aaron Rodgers has another dud like this, trade his ass. But if their defense doesn't play up to par... Sorry, Joe, you made it two weeks, buddy. You're out. Yeah, I don't, they can't hold on to do too long. But at the same time, I have a feeling that LaFleur would because that's a reflection on him that he already in two games, he hired this dude that is just a bomb, you know? I would get I, back on the phone with uh, Jim Leonard and offer him anything that he wanted. It's too late, man. Like, one, I, I, I honestly think he put all his eggs in that basket. And when dude said no, yeah, Jim's not going anywhere, guys. He, 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 he I think he panicked. Anywhere. I think he panicked, Doug. I really do. I think he panicked and was like, all right, I coached with this guy some years ago and I like him. So I'm a hire him. That's what that was, man. That was just, just like give give Jim Leonard a call after uh October second after Michigan rolls Wisconsin's defense for three hundred yards rushing. I bet you he'll be looking for a new job after that anyway. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> In all seriousness, guys, I mean, one one thing I have heard from some of my friends, I don't, I don't know as many people as Ducks does within the program, but everything that, I, that I've been hearing by people who may know something says that he has the next job as the head coach of Wisconsin if he wants it. So uh, I, I don't think he's going anywhere. I really don't. Well, well I can see uh, that. Chris keeps uh, calling 31 dive uh, every play. It might be sooner rather than later. Yeah, the one thing is, is these the their recruiting classes keep getting better, and but it is very vanilla. Like I was out there watching it, and I'm like, man, we're rolling these guys, but it isn't fun. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, I'm like, honestly, I, I honestly wanted to see them let Merch try to get on track and at least air it out a little bit. They didn't even let the kid throw the ball. So that kind of is weird, but we're not going to talk about the Badgers. Sorry, I brought it up. My fault. Your fault. I don't know. Any last words, guys, before we wrap this one up and wait that extra day for Monday Night Football? My last thought is this, Dexter. I hope we make a real commitment to the run. That's what I really hope for next week. I think that will solve some of these problems. Keep the defense off the field more. Let's run the ball ourselves more. Maybe it will be a different result. I'm with Robert on that one. Run the damn ball. That's what this team is designed to do. If we're not running the ball, chances are we're not winning the game. Brett, show up with some emotion some energy. Don't think that you're going to beat the team. Go out there and just beat the shit out of them. And like Zach and Robert said, run the damn ball. Give that shit to Dylan. Rogers did say that that was a kick in the you-know-what, you know? That's pretty much what it was. I mean, Brett, you said you wanted to do that anyway. Uh, Hey, I I (laughs) might... I don't know if I can get my uh, my leg up that high. I might need a stool, but I will seriously like ninja kick the dude right in, right in the tip where it hurts the most. Not like the full on taint balls dick. It's just, just graze the tip. All you, just... all you need to do is graze and you're going to feel it like five seconds later. Like, oh, he goes, you mi- oh, oh, oh. And then he starts crying like Zach. No. Did you just hit my, oh. <laughs> Those are the worst. Those oh, are the worst. Real. You, th- you think you got think you're uh, in the clear? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Z- Zach felt it. Ouch! Z- Zach was drinking once, trying to hit me in the junk. I blocked it, and I like came right back and did like a little flick. He was doubled over in tears, and then I got in trouble because everyone asked like why I did it. I'm like, because Zach's an asshole. <laughs> That's right. Everybody blamed you, and I was the one who instigated it because everybody right? likes it better than you. Of course, because Brett's always starting shit. I, I wasn't uh, yeah. me. I wasn't. St- I I didn't start it. I was actually sober. Zach, well, was partially sober. And, Zach's uh, acting like a classic Michigan fan, then, right? Oh, exactly. <laughs> it, it, I think it runs in the Cavillian family, though, because uh, last year when I hung out with Zach and uh, my other cousins, uh, Devin and Brandon, Devin tried doing the same thing, and like, unfortunately, he got the same dick graze and fell on over. So, Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> beware. So, what you're saying, Brett, is you are a master of dick graze. Brett hey. is a, Brett's a pro <laughs> dick grazer. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Rogers, beware. Oh, my God. Hey, we ain't shit. We ain't shit. That's all I can say. <laughs> this podcast. You see what happens when I don't make an agenda? <laughs> we go off the rails. We're out of control. I think our listeners, our listeners are going to be like, these guys are nuts. Literally, Brett. Oh, I see what you did there, but but I'm not hitting the nuts. That's just just the tip. Oh man, just the tip. I'm just like the Packers. I'm I'm just like sweating. This is ridiculous. (laughs) Just like the Packers. I I said this in our first podcast of uh, season two when you asked how deep are the Packers going to go in. I'm like they're going to play a game of just the tip. So if they can play it, I can play it. Aaron (laughs) Rodgers, watch out. Just the tip. Oh, I gotta get it. Okay, let me get a no pack. No, <laughs> no pack. No, no pack. No. Oh, hey, is that the name of our podcast this week? No pack. No. Oh, or is uh, it just the tip? Which one? Oh, I don't know yet, man. This is ridiculous. <laughs> You're gonna have fun so, editing this. Yes, I have this to is, edit this, out 95%. So, this is so funny. <laughs> what, what does Brett talk about giving someone a handy? Like, what the fuck? Take that shit out. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I think a lot. Oh, I don't even know. I don't even know if I should take it out. (laughs) 
Oh shit! We we uh, needed some laughter. No no lie. After no, that we did. We did. A pile we did. of shit yesterday. We needed some laughter. We did. Um, Overreaction we did. Monday too. I Absolutely. Think. Yeah, they Monday. That team, guys. We've seen the team. We see we see the roster. There is talent on this team. There's a lot of talent so, on this team. I, if they can't if they can't rebound, there's something deeper going on that obviously they're not letting us see, which could be quarterback, coach, you know that kind of stuff, and it's kind of permeating throughout the rest of the locker room i don't know i, I believe in a roster i think i think we should be fine yeah yeah i agree with that we, one game folks that's it it's just one game hey but this one game could mean playoffs no playoffs so so seven and nine the rest of the way got it <laughs> out of control all, all right, right gentlemen. gentlemen well i will we will be we will be patiently waiting until monday night to see if our football team decides to show up Later, guys. Go back, go. Go back, go. Go back, go. go, back, go. go, back, go. go, back, go.